Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm the captain of a ship, and I, um, I I've just been like, we're going that direction, right, for so long. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you gotta like, you know, man the galley and clean the decks and like all the like trim the sails. You gotta clean and, your deck. I gotta clean my dick. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. And welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. My name is the Iceman. Why do you have the most awkward intros? And I am joined today by, indeed, my lovely wife, Nikki, Nikki Limo. Limo Green. Green. You took my name. I did. At the very end. So there you go. There you go. That's your name. I took your name. Now you can't have it. Dang, wait. Now you're Steve Limo. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so today, we have an interesting topic today. Nikki, would you like to yeah. tell us what it is? Uh, it's, well, so I've been listening to some podcasts, and a lot of people just, like, start talking about things, like, in their day, and, like, mm-hmm. in their week and month. And, you know, we used to do um, a podcast called Should They Don't Tell You After Dark on our Patreon, where we were talking about things that we are currently learning, through, not yeah. things that we have already learned and are recounting and like imparting lessons of value mm-hmm. to others through our mistakes and trials and tribulations, but rather like stuff that we were like currently learning. Yep. So I thought like, I don't know, I guess we could start there, but I don't know. We've never really done a stream of consciousness podcast where we just start talking about things. It usually leads to fun conversations because we all the time talk off camera and we're like why don't we vlog any of this yeah that happens quite, like a, quite a bit actually conversation and it's just when we try to recreate it doesn't happen yeah so oh, no, never happens. yeah hello happy 2023 how's your 2023 going so uh, far um it's it's kind of weird because i don't feel like the new year is really here yeah like it's just it, it was, i just finished putting up christmas decorations yesterday and now i already took them down like t- today is how it feels like yeah, that's true. We put up our Christmas decorations kind of late. Yeah. Also, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be February, so even better. It'll feel really late for people. Yeah, it, it's, but, just, um, it's just blowing by really, and then at the same time, it feels like time moves incredibly slow some days. So yeah, I have only felt time move incredibly fast. I am constantly. I think my number one. Steve calls them like drawstring pulls, like as if I'm a doll that you pull a string and I say the Catch same phrases. things all the time. My number one is probably. I don't have any time. There's like, not enough time. There's not enough time. I wish I had more time. Why isn't there enough time? Yep. There's just not enough hours. There's not enough hours in the day. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? That happens and quite why? Bit. Why? Why? <laughs> just like why over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then like. Why did I just sit here sulking for two hours? That's even more time. You're. It's pretty great. I'm great. You're great. I'm a really amazing individual. You're a great, stable person. Yes. And you get the shit done, at least. That's at least really I good. go to therapy. I agree. I think that's really good. So. Yeah. My therapist was, <laughs> she's, she's pretty blown. She nailed it the other, my last session. She said that I was, I'm so extreme. She said that like, I'm either super inspired want to inspire the world want to like like build a bunch of things and like i'm very like excited and happy and grateful and like exuberant or end of the world devastation i don't want to exist i don't belong here i don't know what i'm doing i'm confused about everything and like why do i why am i even here sometimes that that both happen the same day yeah and she says that you know i learn a lot from her but she says that I, the way that the current world has been structured in this traditional form is like 
a Judeo-Christian structure where there is either good or bad, there is either wrong or right, there is either heaven or hell. Yeah. Like it's it's all always polarized, and that when you're really connected, there's not it's not such an extreme polarization. It's like you're allowed to be both. Like you're allowed to like be inspired and also feel kind of lost, and you know also still retain creativity. There's moments of uh motivation and achieving and then there's moments of rest like you're allowed no, it's not good or bad it's just it's just it flow just it's yeah. just flow it just it's is. just the way the waves are going right and she said that i'm a very creative person and she's noticed that when i'm in a lull of creativity is when i get very depressed that's very true yeah i agree with that wholeheartedly yeah so i haven't really uh jumped into new projects yet this year mm -hmm. and that's what started it i always get the most depressed i think around the new year because it feels like it's a brand new slate and you haven't done anything yet <laughs> like you yeah. a lot of people see it as like exciting and like the world's at in your hands i'm like oh no i haven't done shit yet for like a couple weeks and then i'm lamenting about how i haven't done shit yet for you know and it's taking longer just to do things that makes sense but this feels good you know recording podcast episodes always feels good yes, it does. um just getting the ball rolling like with our vlogs with our finances like uh, organizing the house like all that stuff was probably needed and necessary and good yes even like me for me i like starting to clean up my freaking office which was a disaster for so long yeah feels really good good thing you had a wife nag you about that i know i, yeah. I quite often do but yeah, I think organizing things a little better for me is going to be really good. Yeah. Um, definitely excited to like, you know, like be focused um, the same way that I'm always focused on, on a goal, but like have multiple goals, not just one. Talked about that a little bit in the last. Uh, yeah. And the uh, New Year's resolutions New Year's one. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's my biggest priority right now is just making sure that I'm filling many of my buckets and not just one. Yeah, I am very focused as well on um, uplifting the spiritual side. I uh, kind of tapped into it last year in a bigger way than I've ever tapped into it. And then I got uh, scared that I wasn't being productive enough mm -hmm. and kind of created a tailspin like, what I was just talking about. Um, but I think that uh, ultimately being connected to your core and like, and that's what I mean by the spiritual sense, just like taking time to center and meditate and um, even like exercise, running, swimming, stuff like that just connects me to my surroundings, the present moment, the universe and like who I am authentically like who who i am at my core like who cause sometimes you just get lost in the in the hubbub of oh, all the time. hustling and productivity and getting shit done that like you you lose yourself in the process or you lose the present moment yeah definitely and, yeah and i i think that was really important last year and i'm not i'm nowhere near perfect <clears throat> at it by any means i'm like still like very much working on that part yeah i mean i feel like i'm the captain of a ship and i um I've just been like, we're going that direction, right, for so long. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you got to like, you know, man the galley and clean the decks and like all the, like trim the sails. You got to clean and, your deck. 
gotta clean my dick yeah that's what i said Mm -hmm. um but you know all the things that you know i hadn't been doing i am excited i'm excited to just rewire the way that i think about things yeah so because i'm because it's almost like i don't know that i have it covered yet so i'm like no 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 we got to make sure we're going in the right direction but then it's like okay but you didn't cover like you got that covered yeah like now you you can look at other things you can like do other things so it's been it's that's that's my biggest focus that's good yeah yeah i feel like i got a little bit of confidence from last year (coughs) yeah you deserve it yeah you deserve it like i feel more connected to who i am Mm -hmm. like when i say confidence not just like in an area like oh i think i'm really good at blah 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 but more like of the, this, of this knowing yeah exactly yep. that doesn't get shaken as much well that's because you actually gave yourself some time to really discover yourself again yeah and i don't think that i think a lot of people really should do that when they can right when life affords them the opportunity to yeah because then you can kind of refocus i mean you know it's funny too because like gosh i've been on youtube and stuff for so long like i hadn't even really realized that my interests have like completely pivoted into like, you know, crypto land. And yeah. Shit. Like, you know, it's just sort of a slow thing that happened. But like when I now look back at the path I'm on, I'm like, oh, right. This is where I am. Yeah. Like it, but like, you know, um, so that's been interesting, like a, a good little realization that I've had. Yeah. You know, like when you're out in the poker tables or whatever, or like you're telling anybody about me, you're like, oh, yeah, my husband does crypto. And I'm like, yeah, that is, you know, what I like to do. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't. I don't really say my husband does comedy. Well, yeah. Anymore. I mean, I, it, like I'm a I'm a tuber com- comedian yeah. on a on a on a channel, right? But I never even thought about that. Like, yeah. yeah, that's true. I do normally say crypto, but I don't. It's weird because we've always had this thing where, as a YouTuber, and people don't really talk about this, because when we came up as YouTubers, it wasn't really accepted as a career. Hell no. Like now there are whole college courses on how to manage social media and mm-hmm. all this stuff and how to turn, like there's all these careers based off of social media and, and growing a brand and having a following and blah, blah, blah. But back when we were coming up, it was like looked down upon and it was very like, oh, you are like a wannabe actor or wannabe entertainer or whatever yeah. you were doing on YouTube. It was like not regarded as a a career and so i'm still like i still tell people like i don't go to like when people ask what i do i don't resort to like youtuber yeah like it sounds weird to me still or influencer sounds weird to me still i hate that so i I always go to like production like i i I go like i produce a podcast if i don't want to talk about it i just say production yeah if i'm cool to talk about it then i'll say i'm like what do you produce and i say podcast yeah and then um, i say i'm tuber scum sometimes yeah (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah, you're tuber scum. Yes, just well, just to be self. So, like, if someone asks what you do, I wouldn't. I usually just say you're into you do crypto. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is kind of a funny thing too, because um, even nowadays people talk about influencers, and it's like a pejorative, right? Yeah, like, like it's a bad word. Well, I hang out with poker players who have told me that they are like they want to be an influencer, like they they're building their poker brand to be more of an influencer and to have that be what they put on their taxes and that's what they do put on their taxes got it and like they say it so casually like there's no guilt no shame no like like 
pride about them like saying the word influencer but to me it just i guess just because of the type of people i was around Mm -hmm. that flaunted the word like they were like some superstar is it just is so cringy to me still especially when you were there for and seeing how the cake was baked yeah like the other thing too that's really interesting to me about how youtube has evolved is it you know and many things are still the same way but Back then, it was like sex sells, yeah. Like and YouTube put boobs was, in your thumbnail. Put boobs in your thumbnail, and people were like, the people knew that, and so there was a lot of like, hey, young actress who has no money, yeah, come to the set and um, wear this, but like, don't worry, we're not going to film you from that um, angle, and then they do anyway. Or like, they, for me, they just photoshopped like a lot of cleavage in, yeah. and I was like, I, my boobs don't even look like that, first of all, but second of all. <laughs> yeah, well, there were also times where you were on a set too and they're like, oh, don't worry, we're not gonna show this, and then they do. Yeah, yeah. Like in the edit, you see it, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck, you said you wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, that has happened many times. A lot of that weirdness, like, and like, you know, like it was almost like all this shit was built on like, like that kind of thing. Like yeah. bait and switch and like just people, you know, exploiting other people. Hell a lot, hell of I mean, a lot of that. That's the entire entertainment industry. Oh, it one hundred percent is. It's just, it's just looking back. It is a, it is fascinating to see that path and how, like, we walked it and yeah. like, and during in the middle of it, you don't realize like all that stuff. Like, you don't think about it. You're just like young. Well, yeah, you're like I got to get in when I fit in, where I yeah, fit in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was even told by my acting coach that, like, I would be offered more of like sexual roles like more like where i have to be like very like flirty and you know sexy and like the word sexy even was just yeah. like very Cring- cringes you like yeah, yeah I, I had a really hard time with it like a really hard time but he was right like that's what i was getting sent out for i wanted to be sent out for like the goofy next door neighbor girl yeah. like that was what i felt was in my core and it's true mm-hmm. and i think you living with me is true but but i i am happy that i did i did develop like that um sensual feminine very much part sexual of energy yeah. side uh-huh. um because before i felt i think it used to have a power over me and like mm-hmm. now i feel like i've claimed that power yeah. more so I, I also feel like there was a separation of sexy and funny. Like if you're the sexy one, you can't be funny. So if you're the funny one, you can't be sexy. Right. And so it was very categorized where like you're either funny or you're attractive and there's no in between. Now there's like a lot of mix, like mm-hmm. where like there's funny girls who are super pretty. Like there's there's they no- They write roles for that now. Yeah, they, they do. But It used but to be so rigid. Back then it was very much yeah. like you're either this or that. And there were a lot of funny girls who wanted to be the sexy girl and vice. So it was like, but you didn't get to choose. Yeah, and it was choose. like, it was, I really liked, I really wanted to be more of the, like on the funny side. Yeah. I just felt- I have a dry sense of humor. It's very satirical. I, I don't really flirt that well um, unless no, you do not. I, after until I was trained. Like, yeah. <laughs> but even then, like it, I turn it off after the camera is yeah. off. Yeah, if I have to play a role like that. But um, yeah, so you know that he was an, a a coach that was very big on the business of acting. Yeah, and like. You could be, he was like, you could be the most talented actor, but if you're not booking, if you're not 
um, making money, then you're not going to be, you're not an actor. <laughs> Is there something that you would say to like, because like, we, we know some people who are trying to get their kids say into acting and stuff like that. Yeah. What do you usually say to them about that stuff? Um, I guess they're like, should I do it or any of that kind of stuff? I mean, I always encourage people to follow what they're passionate about. I do hundred percent. I do too. But, but I like, try what, to warn yes. about like, it's not butterflies and rainbows. Mm. You know, it's very exploit ex exploitative, um, yeah, it's weird. especially for women and children. Uh, I don't know what to say. Like, it's like, there's, I mean, you hear about it all the time and, most of what you hear is true. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, no, it's fascinating because you know we're we're sort of sitting here having shed our skin a couple of times. Yeah, at this point, right? It's just interesting to look back sometimes and go, man, like when I was in it, and even when you're coming up, like say, like your your channel's blown up or whatever, mm -hmm. you don't know what the hell you're doing. No, like I promise you, you just don't know what the hell's going on. Even I know I used to be so envious because I thought other people just knew what they were doing, and they don't. They don't. They have the same fears, the same worries, thing. the and same. You look back and you go, "Oh right, I built this brand. How did I do that? I don't really know, but I did that. Mm -hmm. I guess I planned it because I like knew what I was going to film that day." But like I didn't know the type of audience I would get and like how they react to my videos and how I have to play into that now. Yeah. So it's just you kind of figure it out as you go along. And like so, you know, I always get I always laugh when I'm listening to like some podcast about somebody who's like, you know, talking like they know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Or with like any of the industry. How to build this or that. It's like, oh, well, you know, you can get it. You can have the algorithm love you for three, do, two, do three years. Do you remember that cat? who was doing um, just like science facts or whatever the hell. Vsauce? Vsauce. He was like the biggest beneficiary of the algorithm I've ever seen and how the algorithm giveth and how the algorithm taketh away. Yeah. like Because he like was exploding all of a sudden out of nowhere because well, YouTube changed their algorithm. He was one of the channels that YouTube, there was a, a big story about like, so YouTube, <clears throat> I forget how the story goes, but basically he was promoted Mm -hmm. in the algorithm on purpose yes, like they loved him well it wasn't about they owned the channel mm, like they yeah. bought like these channels and they promoted them like self-promoted within the space so funny and um like jash was one of the channels yes. like they were really trying to but they couldn't get traction yeah like, even when you like they were forcing the videos i remember but those guys couldn't get any yeah traction. yeah exactly um, and then eventually they they lost control of the algorithm completely, so it didn't right. really matter. Or so they say. Well, they don't say. They don't want to admit that they've mm -hmm. lost control of the algorithm. But anytime you ask any of the engineers about it, They're it's like, kind of like silence or AI responses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. It's interesting because I remember him him coming on the scene, and I remember seeing him at a place, and like he was like Mr. Man. Yeah, he came back. I, I think recently. I always thought he was nice, um, but um, yeah. but no, it's just fascinating to see how that works. Like when the algorithm is like favoring yeah. you and how everyone on YouTube just immediately just goes, oh, I guess I got to kiss that guy's ass now. Yeah. And you see it like immediately that, that flip. Yeah. And I'll never forget. And you know who I'm talking about. I won't say, I guess. I don't know why I won't say, but I won't say. But I remember, um, so I was on this show. I hosted the show called Equals 3, right? And I got like a hundred thousand subscribers in a day mm -hmm. i think i got more than that even and um there's this chick who me and nikki both know who's a tuber 
she would pretend like we don't even exist all the time, like our little group or whatever, our little clique of people, who people who are in my like my rung on, mm-hmm. on the tubes. And the day after I blew up like that, she was all over me at yeah. a party, like just all. I was at like this charity thing for the tubes, and she was there, and like just like wow, Steve Green coming up, all this shit, real life trolling on blah 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 blah. Knew all my videos now, yeah, like. Yeah. For, because she was always too cool for school to even remember your name. She would pretend like she doesn't know your name constantly. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. And she knew our names because then the next day, I'm telling you, like the next week I saw her, she's rattling off all my videos and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, but it was the weirdest thing because she would always pretend like she, like she would always reintroduce herself to me. I'm like, I'm like, you, there there aren't a lot of YouTubers that looked like me at the time. Yeah. Like at that time, the community was very small. And especially in the genre we were, we were in. And then like years later, we did a video collaboration that was set up by our net, my network. And she had to like, she, she remembered everything about me suddenly. Exactly. It was so but weird. She was, she was a cool kid for too long. Yeah. Like, acting like you, she didn't know your name every time. And then all of a sudden she knows all your videos again. Yeah. It's it was so really weird. weird. She used to like, she, like after I blew up again, like I saw her VidCon, she's like bear hugging me and shit. Right. Really? Oh yeah, wow. just like Steve Green, oh my god, all this shit, right? Bear hugging me and whatever, and then yeah, a couple years later, you know, same shit, like just yeah, I, that's when I was like, there. she came to our house and yeah. she's like, "Hi, I'm," and I'm like, "Are you fucking?" <laughs> you know, it's just hilarious how these people are. Yeah, pretty wild. Um, a lot of a lot of interesting people. Did you ever meet PewDiePie? No, I haven't. I did. I met him. I met him once at Maker, like yeah. briefly, briefly, briefly. But it's funny looking back on that and like, like being at a uh, where was I the other day? I was at a Home Depot and I saw his energy drink. Mm. It's like it's hilarious. I remember having never seen his videos, but everyone was talking about him at the time, and so I didn't know what he looked like. But I just because it was, it was he was more of a gamer, and so I didn't really yeah. watch those. Those didn't come up in my feed, but everyone was talking about him and, um. I just had a completely different vision of who he was. Like, oh yeah, completely different. I was definitely like more of a like I was. I remember hearing he was a gamer and being like a little bit like, you know, it's like oh I do comedy t- uh, comedy tubes and yeah. he does gamer tubes and it's kind of like, you know, oh well I don't get these gamer guys and I don't you know want to <laughs> want to get it or whatever. Yeah. Like I remember telling my producer at the time I'm like I'm like man these. These gamer guys, all they do is scream in the camera and shit. You know what's so funny is like, we used to separate ourselves by the genres on YouTube like oh, yeah. that. Like where it's like, oh, they're the gamer, they're gamer tubers. There's yeah, so beauty, now we know all, beauty tubers and blah, blah, blah. We know exactly what they're all like. Yeah, but then uh, <laughs> now I feel like when all these other platforms started coming up, like TikTok and uh, Vine, when Vine started coming up, then we all band together and we're like, it's OG YouTubers against yeah, TikTokers. Yeah, it's so stupid, I know. <laughs> it's so funny. It, it, it's so like, you're, you gotta cling to your little hole. It reminds me of when I was in junior high and um, I was a huge Eminem fan, obviously. And everyone was into NSYNC and Britney Spears and Eminem like was ripping them to pieces, right? In his songs. So it's like, I... You gotta... You're I not hate like NSYNC. Yeah. yeah, I hate NSYNC. Fuck NSYNC. Fuck Backstreet Boys. Fuck so these funny. little boy and girl groups. Because yep. Eminem said, and I'm on Emin- I'm Team Eminem for yep. life, yep. motherfucker. But then, now we're all old, 
And when NSYNC comes on in a fucking oh. restaurant, we're all like, everyone's bopping. Bop, 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 bop. Everyone's bopping. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, now it's it's us against them. Exactly. It's, it's us against Gen Z now. So now I'm an NSYNC person. Okay. And it's like, just the most, NSYNC comes on, I'm backing them. And it's just the most insecure. Like <laughs> I want to stand with a group that agrees with me thing. Yeah. It's really fucking. Well, it's funny. just like, teeny boppers are cringe. I'm yeah, fucking exactly. hardcore, first of all. Like, exactly. obviously, very hardcore. Yeah, yeah. I'm in punk rock and I'm in Eminem. I have a lot of angst. Right. Okay. And so, like, I can't handle these happy songs about, like, love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was listening to, like, Kim and him being like, bleed, bitch, bleed. I'd be like, yeah. Dude, I couldn't listen to that shit. It would make me freeze up. Like, well, it, it was, was so mean. It was I, art. I would freeze up. Well, now listening to it, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, and just like I don't think my parents knew I listened to that. <laughs> dude, it it was like scary yeah. to me. It was yeah, like it horror was, movie shit. It was. Yeah, and I don't like that shit. But also, if she's dead, then I get to be with him. Oh, I see. Yeah, now I see. Well, you swore for the longest time that you weren't that into him, but I'm not. You're into him like that, but now. Yeah. Well. Now I I get it. This was junior high. All right. Yeah, and I mean now he's like you know. He's just my old friend, Marshall. I remember going to Warped Tour. Yes. And this guy's like, I think he's just like, it was either Finch or something corporate or whatever. Yeah. And this guy just like is on the mic and he just gets right up on it and like basically puts it in his mouth and just screams. And I was like, yo, I don't want to fucking be here. <laughs> like This shit's scary, dude. Oh, we couldn't hang. No, hell no. I wasn't into punk at all. What were you into? Just oldies. Oldies, oldies that's You right. know me. I like yeah. oldies. I like the good shit. I like... uh Little Motown. Well, I mean, so I was in a ceramics class and it was actually taught by my grandpa. Um, but like it was an elective in our high school. So he was the tennis coach and the ceramics teacher. And he strictly played classic rock in the ceramics class. And it was so chill because you just like doing pottery, listen to classic rock. Yeah. So I got really into classic rock um, in like ninth grade. Go. I like that. So yeah, I expanded. I would say... I have probably the most eclectic playlist that anyone has. I mean, chill out. But I also don't keep up with new music anymore. So I think at one point I had a really eclectic, like every generation, every genre, except for country and techno. I didn't like those two genres. Um, But everything else. And then I was like, you know, had the new stuff too. But now I don't. Yeah, I don't really keep up with new music. You know what's weird too is like I remember being a kid and I remember new music coming out and being like, "This is cool" and all stuff. But I remember like your parents are reluctant to even want to listen to it. Like, yeah, they're just like, "I don't care. I have my thing that I like already." Yeah. And I was like so close-minded. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, "That's so dumb." And now that's exactly what we all yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I have my thing that I like already, and I just want to protect it. And I just don't like straight up like don't get the new music. I mean, I get like Taylor Swift's new album. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, makes sense yeah. to me. Or but like mumble rap yeah, shit. Yeah, mumble no. rap or like some of this trap music. I'm just no. like, I don't, I don't I get don't it. Get it. I don't get it. It's like. It just seems like, you know, again, same thing, elitism bullshit, but mm-hmm. like. Well, maybe again, I'm influenced by Eminem who really hates mumble rap. And so that's right, but also, the new thing are we we're even, against. You know, are we even being fair too? Because I remember when the gamers were coming up on the tubes being like, all they do is scream, right? It's not, it's not what all of them were doing, but we do all do that thing where we categorize something yeah, and yeah. Like define it instantly. Totally. And it's like a lame thing that everyone does like reflexively, but um, just it's, it's important to like pay attention, be aware of 
when you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get uh, how cool Mandy Moore was until she was in Scrubs. Because, you know, she was oh, in yeah. the whole, like, teeny bopper. She's a great actress, too. She's a really She's good like actress. A, more, um, I mean, you know. I think of her more as an actress I, than as was, a singer now. I was just yeah. about to say that, yeah. Yeah, because especially with This Is Us. Right. Which you, you never you saw, that show. but yeah. I saw a couple of her, well, her scenes. She's I very good. I get, like, why you wouldn't be into It's a very, like, emotional. It pulled on my hormones a lot, yeah. for sure. It's a girl show. And I'm still waiting on a grand gesture, so, like whatever grand romantic grand, gesture, grand romantic, grand romantic gesture yeah i was watching that show and it just seems like all the guys on that show do these grand romantic gestures to their women i was like god damn i want a grand romantic gesture i used to get them i yeah, used, you used to get, to get them. them yeah remember the remember the anniversary where yes. you came up the stairs and well, there that candles? was after i requested a grand, a grand romantic, romantic gesture, gesture and you got it yeah i did so relax that's true still waiting on it my ass that's true well i well, i forget so i gotta have another okay, one okay. that was years ago okay that was two years ago two at years least ago. So. two years ago so i so, haven't had one in vegas okay. um okay. well I, if i remember correctly um our anniversary yeah last year yes you were knee deep in poker land we went to the eiffel tower <laughs> restaurant i know it was awesome it was awesome I'm just saying, like, we couldn't, like, go on vacation or anything Well, like I don't that. need a vacation. Okay, okay. Like, he didn't do a vacation for her. Well, that's, like, that's expensive. That's You're just substituting money with with the, the equivalence of high romance. Okay, I see. And I am saying that these gestures weren't very, like, expensive. Yeah. Like, one of them, he took her back to the, like, first apartment that they had and, like, lit the, like, it was all lit up with, with candles and then they had sex in the shower and it was like this like very personal mm-hmm. th- personal reference. Touch. Yeah. It was like f- personal to them yeah. that it was their first apartment. It just happened to be vacant for that period of time. So he rented it out for the night and like there wasn't any furniture or anything in it. You want to go fuck in your own place? Yeah. I want to fuck in my own place. Let's what the go fuck? fuck in your own place. I'm okay. Down. We'll have to see if somebody's living there. And then sure this other is. one, um, she wanted to be a singer. Kate wanted to be a singer, the one of the daughters, and she was like scared. And then she's like got her first gig. And so this the the guy like I think like rented paparazzi or something. He did this whole thing where like he made her feel like a celebrity. So it was like you know, it was like just it made was, her feel it like one. And then personal. the next day she's just back. To I actually, it's been a while shit. since I watched the show, but it was way more romantic than in. Then you I remember, it. Yeah, yeah, I remember being very romantic. I just can't remember the exact. Imagine thing you get out of a car and I'm taking your picture like a paparazzi. No, he hired paparazzi, not you. It's funny though. But that is funny. <laughs> Why don't you ever do that? <laughs> like, cause you would hate it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, I don't know. It's kind of fun to role play. Well, yeah. I mean. Now that's not romantic though. That's funny. You're yeah, thinking of funny. funny things yeah, yeah. that we would do. Well, it's which... romantic. Our 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 humor is romantic. This yes. cat is ridiculous. I know he's purring hard too. He's so cute. He's a happy boy right now. All right, we're gonna go on a break. Yes. When we come back, I don't know more thoughts from our brains. More Hollywood dirt <laughs> coming up from Tuberland. I guess so. I guess that's what it got you gotta into. Keep wanting more. I didn't babe. think it was gonna get into this. I this because this isn't even what, stuff that we're going through right now. I don't know. Guess we're just guess we're just venting out. It's the new moon. It's the lunar new year. We gotta vent out all the old. I guess. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So Huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back. And we have Sir Thomas Colonius Limo Green. Green. He's taking over the whole podcast. He is the best little per boy I've ever seen. Um, what are, what is something you're currently going through right now? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's, a, it's still considered a transition phase. I'm definitely like restructuring my life after a pivot, you know, because mm-hmm. big mood ended mm-hmm. in December. And currently, as we're recording this, this is still January for Which means us. We beat our our extreme competitor. Yes, we beat, we beat our them. chief our chief competitor. We beat our chief competitor. Yeah, is gone. So Cheers. we have no competition left anymore. But no, uh, that was like, you know, part of my life for three years, and it was even though I wasn't like involved on a day to day basis, it was just um, part of your schedule. It was part of my schedule. It was a a big, uh, a decent portion of our income. Um, It was a friend group that we we used to be all in the same city and now we're in completely different states. And so even though it was a natural ending and all of us had um, naturally moved on to different interests and locations, locations, (laughs) it still feels like, you know, oh, like there, there was like a big, era in my yeah. life that they were part of and now it's over and Is your so girls chat still popping off in there not popping off but we we text every now and then yeah for sure um like when someone's going through something like one of the girls was having a relationship issue the other day and 
like instead of freaking out at their partner and doing something drastic they texted the group instead and we got on a call and like we were able to like talk through it and when was this this was last week that's awesome yeah yeah it was really cool and and i got to we were all we're all on different schedules so it was like we rotated like i was available first but only for an hour because then my tournament was happening so i was like i got an hour and then another girl was like oh i'm eating dinner but i'll be ready in an hour so i'm like okay so we we like passed the baton and like one by one like helped this girl go through the thing and i think she felt a lot better afterwards and resolved the issues and it was a it was like a healthy way to to deal with an issue rather than resorting back to her old things and since we know each other so well we know each other's weak points and and i think it was it's just helpful to have like a group like that for sure to to i think you guys will do something together again at at some point yeah for sure but i think i'm just you know i'm restructuring now like a lot like where it's like okay that's no longer in the picture which when one door closes another door opens so Mm. i'm very open to the next opportunity i'm excited for whatever it is but there's a lot of unknown like i don't know what it's gonna be i i am i have at this point in my life i have a lot of faith in that there will be a next thing like i think if this happened five to eight years ago i was worried about like what if there's no next thing yeah yeah, yeah. you know whereas now it's like no there'll be a next thing yeah. i don't know what it is yet but it it'll be here and it'll be exciting it'll be new it'll be like more in alignment of where my life is now um so i'm open to it and it's, i'm excited but the in-between is definitely like kind of panicking where like it's like you i'm not well i'm not panicked that it won't come it's just i'm like what do I do? Like yeah, where do I, where like do I, to, where like do I put know, my hands? You like to know what to do. Yeah. You like to know what's next. I feel useless, and then I'm like, well, I a lot of shit happened where like we were gonna do Vlogmas on the vlog channel, and then my I dropped my camera, so I bought a new camera, and then my laptop broke, and then my hard drive broke, and I spent about ten thousand dollars yeah. <laughs> replacing all this equipment to try <clears> to get <throat> Vlogmas to work again, and I just couldn't get it working again, and I felt like a failure i felt like guilty and i felt like uh, like i let the vlog channel down but it's like it i was still vlogging that whole time because i was still hopeful that i could actually get vlogs up and then i was like you know what i don't know the universe is trying to tell me to to not do it like to chill to like maybe there's something i need to be paying attention to in the now that i i'm i'm just i've tried to overcome every roadblock and it's just not happening right so i like gave in like surrendered and uh, like allowed for whatever was supposed to come away and i will say that i think there were a lot of moments that i needed to just be present for like like a lot of there was this huge tournament at the win that like uh, i w- it was surprisingly something way bigger than i thought it was going to be and like every poker player that i've met this year was all there and it was like really great to reconnect so there was that and then it was the last christmas that I think I will be spending with my brother and my little nephew, our godson, because they're moving to the UK and they said like, it's like the wife, my sister-in-law was trying to fly over. She said it was so expensive, like $3,000 a flight to come over here that I don't think they'll ever come for the holidays. So I I think this was probably the last Christmas I get to spend with my brother and my nephew for however long they live in the UK. Um, which is, I'm happy for them. I'm happy Same. for this, but I definitely am glad that I got to be present and was there and not 
worried about editing a vlog or getting vlogs up and um looking back i'm glad we did it but going there i was like fuck this i know i know there was a lot of driving just, traveling was it was a quick turnaround too yeah yeah yeah, and then and then we went to Mexico, and fun. it was really great. And the the people that we went with, one of them gets really nervous when cameras come out. So yeah. every time I tried to vlog, it like I had to kind of work around greatest them. Hits. Yeah, greatest hits. <laughs> so there was that, um, and I'm ready to get back into my vlog channel. I'm ready. I'm ready to start back in, but it's kind of like I'm doing this double dutch, getting jumping back into the jump rope, and mm -hmm. I I just. I know things don't have to be perfect, but I'm like, there's been so long now and I, it's not like part of my routine yet. So I got to reestablish that. And maybe, hopefully, by the time this came out, maybe I did reestablish that. I don't know. Let's Check out go. my vlog channel, you, youtube.com you slash Nikki. February, you did. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Yeah. I, I have faith that I probably did. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I want, I want to, once I start, not be like so stop and go. You know, like, because last year was a lot of new things coming, ha starting all at once. So my vlog channel was very stop and go because I wasn't expecting all that stuff to happen all at once. Exactly. I just really How wasn't expecting like, like just like a lot of great things, but it was just a lot of changes all at once. And now that I've gotten accustomed to those things, like I can start to reestablish my schedule in a way that's manageable and a way that won't be so stop and go. So there's that. And our, our podcast, I love where we're on a different schedule with that. Yep. And I have a schedule for um, poker study and things that I'm working on in that department. So I'm excited about the WSOP coming up this year and um, actually having a, a year under my belt of tournaments and study and doing that. I'm going to play um, a big tournament coming up online on America's Card Room that they were so generous in giving me a ticket for. The Venom. Which I'm excited. Yeah, the Venom. So there's a lot of th exciting things coming up and that I'm working on. Um, but I know that there's like, there's something more that's going to happen. I just don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what yet. So It's been like that the whole time. I just get to like, well, what can I control? Well, I right. can control this, these things. And we just, and we just work and we wait and we see what happens and we let... Uh, the path of least resistance happened. The whole time we've been together, it's been like that. It's yeah. It's like there's a, you know, you see the path ahead, but then there's uncertainty because it's like we're in a weird field. Yeah. So you just don't exactly know what tomorrow is going to bring and yeah. you just go with it. But. Yeah. Know, well, yeah. but the interim is just like, ah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going to happen necessarily like tomorrow, like, like, but we'll find out. Yep. But keeping a positive mindset. Yeah. You know, and like putting your energy into positive things, I think is extremely And I think beneficial. I just needed that, like we've, we're like two and a half weeks into January right now. And a part of me feels bad that I haven't uploaded anything yet, but I also just really feel like it was needed. Like I don't feel like two and a half weeks have gone by. I feel like every day I have needed to yeah. like reorganize, restructure my thoughts, re like reestablish like my goals and what I'm what I want to accomplish and I think all of that's a good thing. It's hard though to just say today's the day I'm going to do it cuz you, you there's a natural inclination to want to put it off and be like yeah I'll get to it but yeah like I think I want by the end of this month to have things be completely reestablished but I think taking the time and being intentional and not rushing yeah. um has been helpful and I think a previous me 
maybe would have rushed and felt like out of guilt, like just really rushed into something. And I think I've learned a lot from that, like that I actually function better. And I think you can feel it when I actually enjoy being there and there's intention behind it and it's not just like oh my god like i'm sorry like i rush now i'm gonna i like i don't know this here's this you know yeah i just want to be more intentional well you have a great professionalism if you're doing stuff for other people yeah like i assume every time you ever showed up for big mood for example yeah. which is your own thing but still like you, you like it's other people are relying other on people me. relying on you so you show up and you're just fucking drilling it doesn't matter what's going on personally yeah but like it's it is interesting when it's when just it's you your and own me thing. And it's our yeah. thing and then like you're like maybe having a great not great day and it's like hey we, i can't do the podcast today because of this yeah whereas like if it was the girls here yeah and the lights are on and everyone's counting on you it'd be different but suck you, it up yeah. yeah but you know that you can have flexibility with me and be yourself well it's like one is a job slash business i created yeah and the other one is my creative baby mm -hmm. you know it's mm -hmm. like and with your creative baby like you you want you put more care into it like you want it to it's a little bit more it's precious to be a certain and way, like yeah. you don't want to get too precious about it otherwise you'll never start mm -hmm. but like yeah i do see it differently because not that I, not that I don't have those highest standards over there, but it just, it's more of like this business relies on me, so I have to be there. Right. Whereas this one, like, I feel like my heart is in this and I just want, <coughs> I don't want to show up with half my soul. Exactly. It's like, it's art. It's still like my creativity. Exactly. Yeah. That's like when I'm doing like Crypto Corner show prep, I'm just like, I need to be left alone. Like, I want to always bring it. Like I've been doing that show for like a year and a half now or whatever. Yeah. And like, I just love it so much. Yeah. Like that I don't want it, I don't want it to be something bad that or you, uninteresting or something that, that I'm you not. you slammed together. Never. So yeah, it's, um, but it's, you know, it's been, it's been great having that, like just to like, I, like I had this passionate interest in crypto and I now have a, a place I get to talk about it. Like, like at yeah. length. Cause even just doing crypto episodes here, like, you know, um, I think th a lot of the audience um, is like, yo, I expect like relationship stuff or like family stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then some of the audience is like, yo, yes, let's go crypto episode. Yeah. You know? So, like, you know, you know, you don't want to just overdo it and like, like hit the same topic when our show is very much about like, you know, our lives and our relationship and like, yeah. You know navigating weird topics yeah general like relatable topics i yeah. think that people are going through that doesn't get There's talked no about manual, enough yeah, yeah. yeah so like you know we try to keep it like that but then um yeah so like whether i was on jk or whether i was here like i could never just have time to really delve in and talk about crypto for like like hours right yeah and so i'm very feel very fortunate that i have that yeah that's why i was excited to start the stream which by the way, I'm also on a schedule with now, mm -hmm. like twitch.tv slash tricknicks. It's a poker stream, and I never thought that I could talk about something for seven hours. <laughs> and I regularly stream and talk about poker for seven hours yeah, at do. a time, and, and I, and I don't it. get bored of it. Like, I really just love it. I don't it. get bored watching it. I, I find it fascinating. I find it so interesting. It's not even a game I play, really, but yeah. I just you find sleep it. watching it. Yeah, it's just like sports. It's like I can have it on the background and I like watching football. I don't know everything in the ins and outs of football yeah. per se. 
You don't play football. I don't play football, but, but I like figuring it out as they're doing it. I like saying, okay, oh, I see how they use the safety to pull that defender, yeah. to pull that guy this way, and that's what opened that guy up. I, I love all that shit. So, you know, um, yeah, watching you play poker is really fun. Yeah. It's fun for me. It's fun for Tommy, too. It's fun for Thomas, Tommy's <laughs> Collins, too. But then also, like, there's so much, um, and then getting to know people in the poker community, like, through our neighbors and through like your experience in it yeah. has been fun because like, you know, I was just like sitting with some poker people six nights ago and we're talking crypto. And I actually met a cat who, um, who knew a lot about crypto. Knew a lot about crypto. And I was yeah. like, whoa, this doesn't really get to, it doesn't there really is happen. This, this hybrid of this like Venn diagram of, is that what it's called when there are two yeah. circles crossed and like of poker players and crypto. It's a lot. It's like, it's almost like a full circle yeah. at this point. Yeah. Which no. is funny because we've always we've always talked about the parallels and All the it time. makes sense that there would be. Yeah, I was actually saying like projects out loud and like Ethereum layer twos and like even stuff that like super like something nobody would really know like if they're a normie. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like how they're doing that. And I was just it was just like a head trip to talk to somebody at length about different projects like like with depth though, not like. Oh yeah, I like Bitcoin and I like Litecoin or whatever. Yeah. So it was cool. It was just really cool. It was yeah. cool to nerd out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's been the 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 biggest thing since moving here has been like finding people to nerd out with on common interests. Yeah. Like I have such a variety of people I can talk to at any time about poker, which I I thought I was hoping to meet a community or like, you know, be part of one or have one or two friends that play that we could go out and play with. But it's like a big community and I'm I've really loved everybody that I've met so far. Me too. And even people that like you know, I never thought I'd like ever be at a bar watching a soccer game, for example. A football game. <laughs> football, football yeah. Game. But like during the World Cup, like Mormon had me come and watch like, you know, England at a English pub. Yeah. And we were going in there to just get some beers or whatever. And it would just happen to be like, we're like stacked side by side with like, you know, it's like the capacity for this place is 60 people and there's like fucking 120 people. In oh the my place. gosh. It was nuts in there, right? So then um, we're getting beers and waiting for them and like we're shoulder to shoulder with everybody. And then all of a sudden, England scores and they were down the whole game. So yeah. they finally scored, right? And like, like everyone's jumping up and down screaming. Like I'm screaming, Chris is screaming, and we're standing shoulder to shoulder, like jumping up and down, getting a beer bath from everybody in that room. <laughs> I was soaked in beer after, but that's some. I will never forget that memory. Yeah, like yeah. it was such a great moment, and like looking over more and be like, "Yo, fuck yeah," or whatever. They ended up losing the game, but it was like a. I don't know. Like I love that that being here brought me a moment like that. Like I would never have had in a million years because like I would just have been watching like an NFL game or whatever instead. Yeah, like, everyone in LA is like it's very isolated. You it is, know? yeah. It's like very there's tribal. very clicky. Yeah, yeah. It's clicky. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, here it feels like well, everyone. It's weird because I don't, I can't speak from any different experience. This is all I know. Was so far is that like everyone we've met has been connected to each other, which is so bizarre yeah. and great, but also like. Coincidental? I don't know. Even in, in um, L.A., right? I'm filming J.K. News, and I come back to the to the hotel. We're just at the bike at the time, and like your poker coach is there. 
And yeah. He's, and he's like tasking the soul. He's like, Steve? He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, what the fuck are Who you doing? He was also here? at that football game with you. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> was there watching I know, like like nine days prior. Yeah. Too. So yeah. And then yeah, it's just uh, it's just a small world. It's funny. Yeah. But yeah, I always enjoy um anytime I hear there's gonna be a poker ish hang, I'm always down. Yeah. Like they're great people. Which is such a different vibe than there's gonna be a YouTube hang. Oh it's my like, god, it's the opposite. Get me out of there. Uh, yeah. Or actor hang. Get me yeah. out of there. Or improv hang. Oh. <laughs> Stand up hang. Like, yeah, I just signed with WME or blah 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 blah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just got my credit. Blah, 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 blah. I just booked a McDonald's commercial. Yeah, man. You talk about like greatest hits. Like you could just run through every sound bite. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's um it's great over here. I can't even believe we've been here for over a year. I mean, part of me feels like we just moved here, but the other part feels like we've always belonged here. I agree. Like it, so it doesn't feel like we even moved? No. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. It's weird, too, that when I live, like I live in Las Vegas, like it, that almost doesn't register Oh, yeah, with it doesn't me. register when at I'm all. When I'm back in L.A. shooting or whatever, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I live in Vegas. And when I look at my Nevada license, I'm like, oh, yeah, I live in Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> whenever I, we fly home from somewhere, it's like, you see the strip as you're landing. You're like, we're in Vegas. Oh my God. I, exactly. Like we're in Vegas. <laughs> and then there's this weird sense of like, oh yes, I'm home. Okay, yeah. Cool. I'll be home in 10 minutes or 15 right, minutes. Right. Right. Like you can be a Vegas tourist or you could completely forget that you're in Vegas. hundred percent. Really? really. And you could always get that prime rib. Yeah. That five ninety nine prime rib deal. It's, yeah. it's around somewhere. I don't. 24 it, hours a day. So. I, well, you don't. Yeah. But I'm excited because uh, we talked about this on, on the New Year's episode, but uh, I'm excited to have date nights at each casino on the Strip. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Yep. Starting next week, I assume. Probably. Next wins. Next wins. Let's do it. Can't wait. That's wins we do it. That's wins we do. Yeah. I'm also excited about the kitties, which we'll get into later. Well, yeah, we shouldn't talk about that We're yet. We're not going to talk about it yet. But, but check out, go if you haven't already, go subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nikki. I know it's weird because like this is also my YouTube channel, yeah. youtube.com slash Nikki Limo, but I'm mostly going to be posting on my vlog channel, youtube.com slash Nikki. Yeah. I talked about this on my stream, twitch.tv slash Tricknicks. Well, get them all. Yeah, I'm going to plug them all. Get all the plugs And on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Sticky, S-T-I-K-K-I. Uh, no, not good branding to have different names on each thing. But, it's definitely not. Um, YouTube.com slash Nikki is pretty easy. I have talked about how like this channel, my main channel, got demonetized. It's just been messed with a lot. It's yeah, been yeah, fucked yeah. with a lot in like 15 years. Um, like at different points, it's been demonetized or flagged for weird shit like yep. selling firearms or whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And then even when they re-monetize it, it never goes back to the way it was. They where cut the my, views in half like within yeah, three days. Like a, to a quarter almost. Yeah, yeah. And and so like people didn't even know I was still uploading. And it was so frustrating because it's like at the time I was doing regular content and I had an editor. So we had like employees and like we had uh, people that relied on it being a business. And it just they just can take away that at any time yep. and it's pretty scary. So my vlog channel luckily has not been fucked with and I can still upload there and it's not even about the monetization it's that the algorithm doesn't push your channel if it's not monetized. Yes. So 
it just it won't got stuck who- in the algorithm about like oh this is not monetized so people aren't clicking on it and then they're like oh the people just don't like to click on it but really it wasn't because it was because the algorithm decided not to push it because it wasn't monetized yep. so it's dumb um but on my vlog channel um it is still pretty regular we have a much smaller audience over there but yep. i think it's like a level that i'm comfortable with where for sure you can, I can be personal i can miss a month and they're very nice and forgiving about it <laughs> and they're not yelling at me because yeah. they understand my inconsistencies That's fair. but i always come back and i always am like so filled with adhd that i have like a thousand different things i want to work on so um it'll be interesting i will find out as well as you what happens on that channel yeah same and same yeah. here but we have a couple ideas that are really fun that oh yes that's why um steve was mentioning our cats yes so. who are our mom cat and our are and her baby right now are yeah. together right now it's pretty funny best Be- duo what's yeah. that best duo maybe a <laughs> little insider bit okay um but yeah that's all the time we have for today folks yeah i hope you enjoyed this stream of consciousness this is the first time we've tried it uh, we covered like some topics that i didn't expect to come up Same. so there's that and i hope your 2023 is still right and strong and if not you can always change it tomorrow tomorrow's a new day Get, tomorrow's a new you're, day you'll be fine yeah. yeah just slap on a coat of mascara and you're a new lady get that head up high okay we love you love you see you guys, we'll in the see next you guys one. next time Bye-bye. bye When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.